It's another week, and that must mean it's another edition of the Jamie J Podcast. Hey, it's your host here, Jamie J, and today we are going to discuss building your brand. When you're looking for those ways to build your brand, it can be easy to feel lost. There's so many articles, videos, tools out there that offer differing advice on how to make your company better. But don't worry, we've narrowed it down to the five most popular tips for building a brand that will work for any business owner. With that said, let's go ahead and kick it off right now. I'm a man on fire. Sounds crazy, but I never lose. Oh, you know I'm gonna get it. All I got to what I came to do. I'm a man on fire. And my day is over too. This bird is never gonna stop to what I came to do. I'm a man on fire. Welcome everyone to the show today. It is exciting. This is uh this is truly a topic that is near and dear. Now, Mick, I'm glad you really talked about the branding behind you because that's one part of it, right? That's the logo. That's the one piece that gets us seen out there. But what is it that that brand stands for? What is it that that brand's really, truly all about? And number two, how do we build that attraction? How do we build that audience who is really, truly hungry for what it is that we have, the services that we provide, et cetera? You know, I thought a lot about this topic here because, again, I'm very, very passionate about this topic. You know, we've all probably seen it out there where someone's reaching out to us. Someone is, you know, we've never seen the brand before. And what's the first thing we, we think, right? Someone's just trying to sell me some shit. If you don't know what the brand is, if you don't know what that person's offering, and I hate to say it, the whole idea of chat sequencing, of all that stuff, it's being overused. Right. People are building up those natural defenses and natural barriers to it where it's like, hey, first thing that comes through is a little bit of chats like, oh, what's this person going to sell me? Right. At least for myself, you know, being in the industry, having seen hundreds, if not thousands of them, you know, you can pick it out right quick. What does it, though? What's really going to get it out? What's going to actually attract me? It is about creating a captivating pitch. Now, let's talk about pitch for a minute. Because if I'm just pitching something, Mick, am I going to get the deal if I just come out and I'm just pitching you something? No, look, when you just go out and pitch, you miss the mark. You don't build a reputation. You don't build that know, like, and trust factor with your brand. You're just selling. You're pitching. You can have brilliant, brilliant pitches, and they may make a big impact, or you might you might close some sales. But the ratio of sales you'll get when you build your brand first and build that like you say, that no liking, no like and trust and you're captivating and people want to be a part of your brand is far higher once you've built that first than just pitching. Yeah, absolutely. No like and trust is the key. If I don't know you, how the heck am I even supposed to think about liking you? When you're out there, when you're, you know, you're about to pitch your brand, you're about to pitch what it is that you have, why not actually truly take some time to get to know someone? Right. When you go out on a date, I, I love to akin this to dating, right? When you go out on a date and depending what kind of date it is, we're not going to go there, though. We're not going to go there. But when you go out on a date, do you expect just to go do the wham, bam, thank you, ma'am, or wham, bam, thank you, sir? No. For the most part, you want to build some connection, right? If it, you know, maybe it's different on Tinder or something like that. But when you're looking to connect with someone, what are we doing? We're chatting with them. We're truly getting to know them. We're truly getting to understand them. What does it? When number one, when we've got to clear exactly what it is that we're doing, take some real actual time to provide some sort of massive value to the people you're talking to. 
Hey, sign up for a free call. Guess what signing up for a free call does? It scares the shit out of me. There's way too much resistance to just going and signing up for a call. Because number one, chances are I'm going to have to reveal something to you that I might not be comfortable doing. The mm. last thing I want to do is get on a call with you if I don't know you. Now, let's put it into context. If I know you, if I've seen what you have out there, if you're feeding me the content, right, and I'm, I'm absorbing it, I'm, I'm taking it in, I'm gaining all the knowledge that I possibly can from the content that you're sharing. When I've got that, what happens? You give me a proper pitch. You give me something that's proper, that's not threatening, that really has me maybe even qualifying myself. Look at that qualifying myself to come and be able to have your product, have your service to work with you. When that happens, when I'm in that place, I've already consumed a ton of your content. I've already recognized, you know what? I, I've sold myself on it. I need what you have. I know I need what you have. You've done it in a non-threatening way where you're not ramming something down my throat. Then the sale becomes really easy. Then it's up to me to actually chase you instead of you chasing me. What do we know about chasing things, Mick? Well, you in life in in the world, when something chases you, you run. Yeah, it's a, a natural predatory instinct. You know, when something's chasing you, you run. And if someone's chasing you for that sale, the first thing you do is you run. You're like, hey, I'm out of here. Yeah, uh, like you say, you brought it up uh, before we were chatting about things before the show. LinkedIn, you're cruising through. Someone's you, you you're getting messages every day. Someone chasing you. Hey, I've got the best product. Come and buy my stuff. Come and buy my stuff. I'm like, delete, delete. I'm that product might be brilliant. It might be the best thing you've ever seen. But I'm not even interested. I'm running as far as away, as far away from that as I can because it's they haven't done it. Like you say, I haven't done anything to, you know, what are they trying to sell me? What scam is it? I'm not even interested in look what value it might have because, like you say, they're chasing, 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 and all you want to do is run, run for the hills. Yeah, absolutely. Another principle that I like when we're talking about that pitch is maybe a little bit about what your product, your service, your brand is unlike, right? What's it unlike? Uh, myself, when I'm looking at UE Coaching, what I'm very much unlike is a lot of those oh, done-for-you solutions that are really just a copy-paste cookie cutter. We don't do that. Myself and my team doesn't do that. It's a very, very, very specific approach, and it's also why we don't take on every client that talks to us. Right? Just because someone talks to us, just because someone says, yeah, no, I'm going to work with you, doesn't mean that that person actually gets to work with me. We need to ensure that it's an absolute fit because the work that we do is extremely specific to that customer. A lot of effort's going to go into it to ensure that the product, the service that we're providing and that we're delivering is truly going to match those needs. We do a lot of work up front, and it is a qualification process. It's not just about saying, yeah, you know what? I want to take your money. I just want to take your money. It's not about taking money. It's about truly understanding and making sure that that client that, you know, I may or may not choose to work with is really going to benefit from what we have, the services that we deliver, et cetera. That's, that's really it. What is your brand? What is your product? What is your service unlike? Uh, Russell Brunson talks about this. He talks about, um, you know, throwing rocks at the competition. Right. And, and again, we're not going to we're not going to directly call out our competition's name. I mean, I wouldn't go. Yeah, no, that 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 Mick Scottney guy, Wicked Businessman. Yeah, you don't go to him. I would never do that right now. Mick and I are pretty congruent and stuff like that. And, and we do a ton of work together to really work and to really help each other grow. That's a mm -hmm. big thing. It, it, when you look at values and today's show isn't on values. 
But when you look at our values, we're completely congruent in those values. And that's why we come on and do this show, right? Could people say that we are competitors? Well, sure, they could say it. I don't think we think that we're competitors at all in any way, shape, or form because, number one, when we look at the 7 billion people on the planet, my God, there's more than enough to go around. When we work, to, like when we work together, though, when we help each other, when we're sharing those ideas, when we're sharing those thoughts to see ourselves both grow, man, talk about explosive growth. Yeah, absolutely, Jamie. And it's it's exactly that. And, you know, Russell Brunson does talk about throwing rocks at your competitors as you know, and, and that's a simple statement like, well, unlike other business coaches at Awaken Business, I do A, B, and C. Um, and it's it's about, like you say, sharing that unlike, and it's about separating yourself from other, from the competition to say what you're not like. Unlike them who do this at, at UE Coaching at Awaken Business, we do A, B, and C, which sets us apart. It's not about saying, you know, that particular business and ragging someone out, which in any business I've been involved in has never been a successful uh, successful, successful strategy. Um, and people that do that, the community soon gets um, catches on to that. Your business community or your client community catches on to that and they get tired of hearing about you ragging out the competition, you know, so that from no matter what business you're in, if you're a tradie or if you're in business coaching or if you're in, it doesn't matter what, if you go around ragging out the competition saying that other that other Sparky, he's hopeless. He doesn't know what he's doing. You know, you, you're focusing on everyone else instead of yourself. Completely different topic, but you got to in business, especially in branding, focus on what sets your brand apart. Why, why people should buy from you? Yeah, yeah, no question about it whatsoever. Now, what's interesting? Check this out. Check this out. We were ragging a little bit on social media here. Maybe not so much on social media, but on some of the messages and some of the ways that the message is being shared out there. But check this out. When it comes to social media, and this is really point number two, my God, make use of it. Like, seriously, mm. make use of it. Now, this is a commitment. I mean, I, Mick, I've, you've coached hundreds, thousands of people. Myself, we work with thousands and thousands of people in the entire world. Through your clients, through the people you've worked with, how many times have you heard people say, you know what, shit, that social media thing isn't for me. I think I'm just going to pull out of it. So many times people say, oh, I don't do social media. Oh, I don't, you know, like it's over and over again. But once you do and you make use of it, explode your business of so many times it's can't stress how important enough how important it is in the modern day age it's how people it's our current networking events 15 years ago you used to go to networking events to help grow your business you used to um go talk to the community go find you but now you this is your community your community is online and 95 percent of the world is on social media and I'm fairly, I'm assuming that your business operates with the vast majority of people or or your business, they guarantee they'll be online somewhere. So this is your, now your community. This is where you go and network. This is where you go and share value. And you used to go to a networking event and you'd chat about stuff and have a conversation about someone's business or what they do or how they, how they operate. And then you would share some value with them and be helpful to them. And then they would want to do business with you. That's how networking works social media is the same you need to share some value with them have a conversation with them add value and then they will want to do business with you it's it works the same you can't just get people to buy from you if you went to networking events 
and said, hey, buy my stuff. Hey, I'm really cool. I'm the best person in town. Buy my stuff. Everyone would say, this guy's a wanker. Yeah. What the hell? Who, who invited him? And, yeah. and they leave. Same thing happens on social media. Yeah. Social media is your new community. It's your new networking event. And you have to add value first. Yeah. Yeah. Oh God. No question about it whatsoever. Like, look, and here's a really great tip here. If you haven't taken the time to, to check out Gary, Gary V's book, Gary Vaynerchuk's book, uh, jab, 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 right hook. Oh, just go do it. Seriously. Just go do it because what it's all about. Tony Robbins talks about it. So many people talk about value first. What's the whole premise behind jab, 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 right hook. We're going to give value, value, value. Hey, want to move forward. Value, value, value. Boom. Right? When, I'm, when I'm working with my clients and stuff, one of the things that I like to say is the last thing you want to do is, is just like you said, hey, buy my shit, buy my shit, buy my stuff. No, we don't want to look like that. We don't want to be a wanker like that. But what do we want to do? Here's some value. Hey, use it if you can. Use it if you can. I, I don't know if any of you out there have really taken a look at any of Gary's posts or what he does. He's like, here, just go use this. Right? A year ago, about a year ago, he did up uh, a great slide deck, Right, how to create 64 pieces of content in a day. Just an awesome deck, and he gave it all away for free. Right, just here, go, do, take it, use it. What does that do, though? A couple things happen. Number one is I want to know more. Who is this guy that's just giving me all this information, that's just putting it out there, that's sharing massive value? And then when he does put on an event, it's like, oh, my God, I'm not even worried about the price. I've received 10 times the value in all the information that he shared along the way. Pfft, yeah, spending a grand, two grand, three grand on a ticket or whatever, whatever. I've got 10 times that in the value that's been provided. It's helped my business. It's helped me grow. It's helped my mm. clients grow. You know what? To invest in something like that, it's an absolute no-brainer. It's also that law of reciprocity coming out, right? When mm. someone's giving, 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 we as human beings, we quite literally want to give back, right? We quite literally, it's like, you know what? I, I'm starting to feel guilty, right? And, and I'd ask, I'd ask our viewers, I'd ask our listeners right now, think of a time, or maybe you could think of a time, when you know you've been given, 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 you just felt like God. I gotta, I gotta give something for this. I, I, I gotta pay something for this. I gotta do something here, right? That's that law of reciprocity kicking in, and it's a great place to be when people see you as that source, as that person, as that very knowledgeable person. You're utilizing social media to be able to get that message out there. And remember, it's not just all about sales. If you're just putting sales, 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 buy my shit, buy my shit. Guess what? People aren't going to be interested. Share a little bit about you. Ask questions. Get engaging questions. Do some poll questions. Put some carousel stories up on LinkedIn. Utilize the posts. Utilize those social medias to really get that information out there. That mm. is your jab, jab, jab. Give information. Give information. Share it out there. What's that doing? That's building your brand in a really great way. That's you getting out there and saying, hey, I've got some really great stuff. I'm excited to build this brand this way. Go use it. What's your thoughts on that, Nick? Yeah, absolutely, Jamie. I, I agree with you, and I love Gary Vee's philosophy, and that's why you and I both um, add value first always. But put yourself out there, share your experience, help the community. You know, like you say, share it on a blog or an email newsletter, or, or create YouTube videos, or put it on, co put the content out there, add the value. Just and like you say, here, go use it. There's no, there's no catch. You're not going. Hey, I'm going to put this out there so people can do this, and then you can buy my stuff. And that sharing that value always just putting yourself out there and adding to your community. It goes back to what we were saying before about, 
you know, networking event. You put yourself out there, you go out and speak to the community and you add some value and you share your information or share what's good about your product or your services or give someone some advice on something. It's about adding value, whether it's and in modern day through social media, putting yourself out there, sharing your expertise on social media through video, through content, through blogs. That's that's replacing what you used to do. And as a business owner, you have to be okay with sharing your experiences and putting yourself out there on social media. That's how you build your brand. That's how people come to know what your brand stands for and what value you bring to the community. Yeah. And and here, I'm going to give a little bit of a harsh truth here because a lot of people, and I used to be this myself, I'm totally going to put my hand up here and be vulnerable here. I was in that place where it's like, oh, geez, no one's going to want to listen to what I've got. Right? I'm not Tony Robbins. I'm not Gary Vee. I'm not Kerwin Ray. I'm not any of those people. But here's the thing, right? We might not be Tony Robbins, Gary Vee, or Kerwin Ray, but I'll tell you what, some of those people that might really want your stuff might not give a shit for any of those three guys, right? They might just see them as great big airheads or talking heads talking away. But when you come out, when you share that information in a way, whether it's through email, whether it's through blog, whether it's utilizing social media, you might just get that viewership and that followership because they like the way you share the message better. This is really truly about, and I know I'm going to sound kind of harsh here, but it's about getting over it. It's about getting over yourself. It's about stopping telling yourself these bullshit stories that really truly aren't serving. We've got to come from that place to recognize that all information, all knowledge, we hear the phrase, knowledge is power. But knowledge isn't power. It's what you do with the knowledge. It's how you share the knowledge. It's truly what you do with it that is the actual true power. I would challenge anyone out there right now, uh, go and share. Even if it is just getting on there, doing a couple minute live, uh, this show right here. I mean, we do it you know, pretty much every week right now. We're, we're going on a constant, consistent basis here, you know, aside from some things coming up and whatnot. But really, when we first came out, it was like we were both scared shitless. It's like we get on here. It's like, oh, my God, we're going to broadcast in front of the world. Ah! Right. There was that mentality. Here we are 18 months later, and we don't even think twice about it. Why? Because we recognize the bigger purpose of what it is. Getting this information out for people to be able to use it for people to be able to truly grow. Get yourself out there, right? Tons and tons and tons of different ways to do it. Yeah, of course, social media is one thing, right? We've got all the different platforms on social media. Do I use them all? No, I don't. I haven't figured out Snapchat, right? I'm sure there's a way Gary talks about Snapchat. Lots of people talk about Snapchat. I don't have a clue. I'll be the first to put up my hand. I don't have a freaking clue how to do it. Now, what's great is as you build your teams and as you bring your people on, they're going to bring that level of expertise. Do I have a team helping me with my social media? Absolutely. Why? Because I'm not a social media guru and nor do I want to be a social media guru. What do I want to do? I want to stand and deliver. I want to serve clients and I want to see them radically grow their businesses. For me, that's truly what it's all about. How did I get to that place? So how did I get to that place where I'm working with people all over the world, you know, freaking 7,500 paid coaching sessions. So how did I do it? By getting out there. By getting myself out there and sharing that information out there. If you don't, no one's going to find you. And I would ask, I would challenge, what's the bigger pain? The bigger pain of, you know, you get on here, maybe you say a wrong word or for a moment you lose track. It's like, shit, what was I talking about again? Right? If that's your biggest fear, I'm really going to challenge you. And I'm really going to push each and every one of you out there right now to say, get over it. Because that's not the worst thing that can happen, right? The worst thing that can happen is that you fail to thrive that your business fails to go anywhere because you didn't strap them on and go 
and make it happen. Yeah, absolutely, Jamie. And the worst thing is, is that the worst thing that could happen is that people don't get to hear your message and that one person that you could impact doesn't get to have that value or to make a difference in their life. And it doesn't matter whether you're a bricks and mortar business sharing some information or knowledge about how you operate or, or what your service or product does or, or some tips or tricks to make things better or whether you're a business coach or whether you're selling online products or marketing. If you don't share value, you're robbing community the opportunity to make a difference in their life. That's the worst that could happen. Yep. Yep. And like you say, and I'll put my hand up. When we first started this show, I was shitting myself. I was like, what if I, you know, make sure, what if someone says, oh, what if I make the wrong move or who cares? And, and I asked the community, when we give all this value, do you care that maybe I, I didn't iron my shirt the other week? I don't think anyone cares. It's yep. about adding value and getting out there in the community and making sure that you deliver and you add that value. Yeah. Yeah. Make that your purpose. Make that your purpose of giving value. See, when we give, when we, when we honestly give, when we give from that place of without expectation, right? Really, mm -hmm. that's the key. It's not like, okay, you know, Mick and I, we're going to come on, we're going to do these shows, but damn it, in, you know, in, in, in 10 days, people better be paying for it. Or in 10 days, we're going to have to roll it into a paid subscription or something like that. That's never been the intent. The intent is to give with absolutely no expectation. Now, guess what's happened? Guess what's happened? We don't talk about this a lot on the show, but the people who have reached out to us, the people that have contacted us and said, oh my God, I love what you're sharing. How can you help me? How can you work with my business? Right? That's really all about what's happening right there. That's the huge benefit of it. When we talk about giving things for free. When we talk about sharing this knowledge for free, uh, Gary, I'll come back to Gary again for a minute here. He says, give your best stuff away. Right? Give your best stuff away. And why not? Really, seriously, why not? Look, um, I, I, I used to use this analogy with my with my coaching clients and stuff. Tony Robbins, right? He does his events and stuff like that. It looks like he's going to be maybe, right, depending on the on the state of the world, uh, he's going to be going back to some live events. Now, I, I've done many of Tony's live events and all that. Of course, being on his team, being a part of his team, I attended the events and stuff. But what's really true is if a person took long enough. If a person went through and looked at all the footage in YouTube everywhere, you could probably construct an entire UPW out of it. You probably could. There's probably enough information out there, enough video out there that you could put one together. Don't even ask how many tens or hundreds of thousands of hours it would take. But what I'm saying by this is that the whole thing's out there, yet on his high-end tickets, he's still charging 2,500 bucks, three grand, whatever the ticket price is, and he gets it all the time. Why? Because people want it. Yeah, sure. He's given his best stuff away. He's given his best stuff away, but that's not stopping people from wanting to get even more, right? Why do people want to work directly from with him? Because he's got more. Trust me, us coming on the show. Yeah, we're giving some of our best stuff away. Today's topic. Today's topic is one of those best things, but I'll tell you what, what we can give you in 40 minutes working directly with us. That's a whole different ball game whatsoever, right? It comes in at a whole different level. It's a game changer. And look, when you get talk about branding, the point mm -hmm. number four is knowing your, identifying your target market, who it is that you want to do business with. And so many people like, so we get out here and we deliver our show, but we know who our target audience is. And we get people who aren't our target audience reach out and say, mm -hmm. I love it. You know, where can I get more of this? And we refer them to someone who's in their target market or we help them in some other way, but they're not our target market. So we don't, um, we don't bring them on as a client or we don't talk to them because we know who our target market is. 
and it's critical in business, whether you're whether you're a tradie or a sparky or a builder or, or whoever it is, do you just build for everybody or do you have a target market? Do you, do you do commercial building or do you do government work or do you do houses or do you do bathroom renovations or do you do property maintenance? Like what is it that you do that your business stands for? Then you know who your target market is so you can focus on them. And once you know who that is, the law of attraction says you'll attract more of those people because that's the message you'll put out. Yep. Uh, it, it's so, so important in, in branding and in marketing and in your business that you know who it is your ideal customers are. They call it customer avatars or, you know, whole different other range of things around that. But knowing who your target market is is, is absolutely critical when you have a business because you want to know who you're, who you're trying to attract to your business. Absolutely. Mick, when's the last time we did a relationship show? Uh, hmm, never. <laughs> never. Why? Because that's not our target client. That's not who we're working with. We don't do relationships. Now, we've got some amazing people that we work with that do that sort of thing. And guess what? We are overjoyed to be able to send them that business. Right. Now, that's a whole joint venture thing. We're going to not get into joint ventures today here. But really, quite seriously, that's a whole amazing joint venture opportunity right there. See, we're actually finding the opportunities even in what it is that we don't do. I want to share a story about my time at, uh, at, at Tony Robbins as a coach. So one of the big things is a Tony Robbins coach, and they, they'd literally program this into your mind, right? Um, you know, they, they, they'd sink it in there. We can coach anyone, anywhere, anytime on anything. We can coach anyone, anywhere, anytime on anything. I probably said that a thousand times. And guess what? Yeah, I, I can do relationships. We can coach on finances. We can coach on all these things. But here's the thing. Right. Being completely diverse, being, you know, diverse in all these areas. How are you really going to get that targeted market out there? Right. Are you, you know, you're creating specific ads for specific things all the different time, expanding your ad budget out like crazy? Or do instead you really, truly find what it is you absolutely love? I know for me, when I was going through it, um, I did some relationship stuff and, and I, I, I probably gave more than I should. I mean, when it came to relationship stuff, sometimes I've had clients calling me at 10 o'clock and I was like, oh my God, this has happened, this and that. Now that's on me because I didn't set up the appropriate boundaries. And of course, I, I'm, I'm a big high eye. I want to give. I want to help. I want to make these great big impacts in people, right? But the truth is, is I didn't get massive joy and I didn't get massive love out of that. What I recognize is working with businesses, taking the knowledge that I had, taking the skills that I had, and solely focusing in on that. Number one, I got so much more done. Right? I loved what I was doing even more. Like Just number one, that whole sense of enjoyment in really taking that knowledge that I had, that awesome knowledge that I had, making a difference. Man, things blew up. Things were absolutely amazing. My ad spend, my ad budget went down because I'm not trying to target every single market. I'm going right into those business operators and those business owners who truly want to grow their business, scale it up, grow it, and have sustainable pieces in place so that they can step away from doing everything. They can step away from working in it to actually being able to work on the business. See, that specific messaging for me and the business, man, it radically, radically changed things for me. It got me narrowed right down. Here's the other analogy behind that. Think about this for just a moment. Uh, and we've shared this on the show before, but we've got doctors, right? People, white lab coats, you know, they're checking you out, making sure you're good. General practitioner, I think the average wage for a general practitioner in the United States, ah, two to $250,000. Not bad, right? Not, not a bad salary, not a bad yearly salary, you know, quarter of a million dollars. But here's the thing. The other doctor on the other side of that spectrum, the one that's still wearing the white lab coat, but is a neurosurgeon. 
right? Average salary for a neurosurgeon is well north of $700,000 a year. Which mm. do you want to be? Do you want to be the general practitioner, right? Is your business just all about working with anyone, anywhere, anytime that just happens to come along? Or do you have some real specialized knowledge that mm. when put in the right hands can rad radically help you grow? Who is your market? What is it that you love to do? How do we find that market? Decide what it is that you absolutely love to do. Business, I could literally talk business till the cows come home. I could start talking business in the morning and I could like not be done until well, well, well at night. Right? That's how much I love it. What's your thoughts, Mick? You're absolutely right, Jamie. And <laughs> you and I get together and we have to start chatting about business and all of a sudden, we go, oh, shit an hour and a half school boy and we've just had a brief conversation about something you know like and that's one of the reasons that i'm doing this now and i've i've gone away from a, a contracted business that i helped grow I grew up to you know massive eight nine figures eight figures and i'm leaving that to go be permanent business coach because i love it this is what i i want to help businesses this is what drives me and like you say i could talk all day all night about business and it's absolutely um lights me up and and you talked about it before, but knowing your, knowing your target audience, knowing who it is, you know, I want to help business owners. I got in the trade background, you know, like I know exactly who the people are that I want to help, and that is key about giving you that, I suppose, that niche and becoming the surgeon rather than the general practitioner. You know, I can help any business, but I, I, I know trade business inside and out, contractors, that kind of business inside and out, and I can add ton more value to those businesses than i can to general other businesses but you know what this is the industry and this is knowing your target market knowing your audience knowing who it is that you want to serve and who you can help and it doesn't matter whether you're a coach or whether you're a, a tradie you know if i'll use sparkies for example yep you can be a sparky and you can anyone everyone and everyone and you'll compete on price and you will help everyone and anyone, or you can be specialized, you can be industrial, or you can be high voltage, or you can be whatever. And your rate will be 20, 30, 40% higher than everyone else's guaranteed. I've hired, I've hired subcontractors in just that specialize in something and paid them for, you know, 30 or 40 bucks an hour more than we, we charge ourselves because they're specialized in something and they're good at it. You know, so that it, it doesn't just work in this industry, it works in every industry. You know, whether it's like you say, whether it's property maintenance, whether it's building homes, whether it's plumbing, whether it's business coaching, it doesn't matter. Knowing your target audience and being specific about what you can do for them will increase your revenue as a business in excess 20, 30, 40, 50%, double. You know, look at the surgeon example. I hope everyone really heard the underlying message of what Mick just shared right there, too, because that was absolute gold. When you specialize, you can quickly make a lot more money. Okay, now this isn't all about money, right? I know money's supposed to be the big sin. We're not supposed to talk about money. But here's the thing. When you specialize, when you really narrow it down and you've got some exclusive knowledge that no one else has, yes, right? It's your duty. It's your right to be able to charge the appropriate amount for it. Appropriate amount, I'm not going to tell you what the appropriate amount is. That's up to you to figure out. That's up to you to go into there. But when you've got that specialized knowledge, you can charge the appropriate amount for it. Look at anything, new product launch, something comes out. Uh, I mean, here, I'll, I'll give you an example. Way back in the day, 
okay, way back in the day when uh, DVDs, like not even Blu-ray players, when DVD players first came out. Oh, my God, I'm showing how old I am. When DVD players first came out, or you're going away from the VHS into the DVD. Guess what? DVD players came out, and I remember I went and purchased a DVD player. It was a JVC was the brand, Japan Victor Corporation. I purchased it for $800. Why? Because it was new. Why? Because it was something exclusive. You couldn't get it anywhere else. Now, God, we don't even use DVD players anymore. Those are gone. Those are obsolete, right? Blu-ray players are obsolete. Everything's now online streaming, all that sort of stuff. But just think about that, right? To develop it, to put in all the, all, all the time, all the effort to really build that DVD player out, yeah, it was expensive. But at the time when I first got into it, before the market was saturated, right? Before the market was saturated, it was very expensive. Here's what's great when you've got that specialized knowledge, that knowledge that can really truly help someone. What if the market never got saturated? Mm. Right? Are we oversaturated in brain surgeons right now? No, we're not. Right? They're looking for those people left, right, and center. Right? And, and here, like I'll put it into context here. Of course, we've got the pandemic and everything like that going on right that. Um, there's no real connection between brain surgery, neurosurgery, and the pandemic. They're still in massive, massive, massive need. When you find that need, when you narrow it right down into that niche, that niche, right, that's really, truly going to serve your ideal client, you gain massive success and you will grow your business 10 times faster. Don't be looking to be the jack of all trades, right? Be, be check this out, be the master of one. Mm. Absolutely, Jamie and and we may be banging on here about the same thing, but it's that consistent message. And that leads us to point number five is being consistent. Because if you don't want to be around for long, why should customers buy you? You need to be consistent. Like look at this show, for example, we've been in this, what, 18 months now. We've probably missed a handful of weekends in that time, you know, through other commitments, but we'd be consistent. We're up here delivering value every week. And guess what? We built it up in our first show. We might've got 50 people viewed, you know, now we get three, 400 people view or more. You know, and it's because we're consistent and we're consistently de delivering value. So you want people to invest in your brand and your business, whether you're, like you say, a trader, whether you're a business coach, or whether you're uh, an online retail store, it doesn't matter. If you want people to invest in your brand, in your business and buy from you, they need to know that you're going to be there to support them in the long run. That You're going to be there in one or two or three or five or seven years when they need some support or backup or they want to buy from you again. Yeah, no question about it. I mean, myself, and I'm, I'm going to share a really great tip here around consistency. Um, when it came to emails and when it came to, you know, maybe putting some blog posts out and getting articles out, I will be the first to put up my hand and say, I suck. Right? I absolutely sucked doing that on a consistent basis. I'd start, I'd put a little bit of stuff out, but I want to tell you why. It's not because I didn't want to do it. It's not because I didn't recognize the value of consistency. I've always known the value of consistency. It's because I really, truly believe that I had to be the person that did it all. And guess what happens? You start thinking you're the person that's doing it all. All of a sudden, this is added up and this is added up. You've got that damn to-do list that's two miles long, right? Five kilometers long, and you don't even know where to start. Of course, you're going to start putting stuff off. If you're in that place where you're not consistently doing the work, I would really challenge you to really take a serious look at what's on your plate and ask yourself this very key question. Does it have to be me or must it be someone else? What's your thoughts on that, Mick? Uh, Jamie, that is a 
powerful, powerful question. And and when you ask that with the emphasis on emphasis on it is must it be someone else? It's a bit of a no-brainer. A lot of these things, you know what? The first first time I did this, I'll put my hand up, I'll share something. The first time I did this, and I well, of course it's got to be me. Who else could do it? No, it has to be me. And we're like, but the the next part of that, well, does it really? Or is that really the truth? Does it have to be you? Like, oh, well, I could pay someone to do it. Oh, so it could be somebody else. So could it be or must it be? Mm. Well, if I want to achieve my ultimate outcome, it must be someone else because I can't spend all my hours doing this if I'm trying to deliver value over here. Yeah. And it's about working in your zone of genius. And it starts with these other areas, separating them off into, you know, like getting somebody else to do them, getting contractors or having your team do them or, or bringing people on to support you in that. And that doesn't mean you take your hands off and you've got no responsibility for it. It's your business and you're going to make sure it's right, especially if it's like blog posts and content. You get the copywriters to help, but it's your name. So it's your copy. You read, you proof, you you still do it, but they cut some of the work out so that you can be consistent. And then they post it up and they do the mechanics behind it. You're still overseeing and making sure it's bang on. It's still your name, your brand, your reputation, but you get support to help you deliver more value. Yeah, absolutely. Driving that consistency. I know for myself, right, the, the, the real plan behind driving that consistency has actually led me to my, to, to my, I can't even talk right now, my latest release, right? I, um, I recognized very early on that when it came to writing copy, when it came to putting articles out, getting some emails out, I, I, I did, I really sucked. I really suck. Why? Because I tell myself the story. I, can't, I don't know what to write. I can't think of it. It's too hard. Whatever other story that happened to come up that would actually stop me from doing it. But here's the thing. I said, you know what? I have to commit to this. I asked the question, does it have to be me or must it be someone else? And I kind of laughed at that because I said, well, if it's got to be me, it's never going to get done. Quite seriously, if it's got to be me, it's never going to get done. So guess what? I know how important it is to be consistent in these areas. I guess it darn well better be someone else. So what did I do? I brought on a team to help me out with that. I brought in a team of people who helped create a lot of the copy that we're seeing out there. They're working with my social media team. They're working with those people to really get that stuff out there. And they actually approached me the other day and said, hey, Jamie, you know, you're not fully utilizing our services. What if you were to take a little piece of what we've got here and offer it to some of your clients, offer it to some of your customers? And I'm like, no, I can't do that. That's going to cost me a fortune. I started telling myself all these reasons why I couldn't do it. They're like, uh, you're on a bulk buy plan. You pay for X amount whether you use it or not. And we can tell you right now that you're not using the full extent. And then, of course, again, a little bit of scarcity mindset showed up. I'll, I'll, I'll admit it out here. A little bit of scarcity mindset shows up. It's like, well, geez, I don't know. What if it starts costing? They're like, we don't have to worry about that. We're going to scale it. There's that word scale. We'll scale the program that's really going to work for you that we can all benefit from it. It helps them. It helps me. It helps all the clients that we're now working with. We've just released a done-for-you copywriting service, a done-for-you copywriting program that's really helping people be consistent in getting that copy out there. And quite honestly, because it didn't have to be me, it had to be someone else, that necessity and having that open mind really opened up the door to that innovation for me. So that, that's all bred from consistency, right? Mm. Why must I be consistent? Well, to grow my brand. Yeah, look, being consistent, it gives people that certainty that you're going to be there, that you're sticking around. You're not some fly-by-nighter that's coming into wham, bam, thank you, ma'am, and disappear again. You're there. You're delivering value. You're showing up and that you're going to be there for the long term because that, that, that's what will make people have trust and faith in your brand and give, you that, give them that certainty. You know, being consistent is, is 
critical in building a brand because look we all know building a brand takes time building a brand that's going to last or stand the test of time it takes time uh you can't build a brand overnight but do if you do these five key points that we've talked about you'll speed that process up instead of taking five six seven years you being consistent knowing your target audience you build that brand and that reputation five times faster ten times faster because you are targeting the people that you want and you build your brand in your community and being consistent helps you reach more people helps the, the social network support your posts and if someone who's consistent is going to be seen out there in the feeds and, and involved in those communities so being consistent and, and following those five steps is a surefire way to speed up the process of building a brand that's going to be around for the test of time yeah no question whatsoever consistency consistency is king look we really hope that this has helped out today uh shared a ton of great information here if you found something exceptionally valuable if there's an area in your business we'd love to hear from you we'd love to get your feedback be sure to send us a message drop a comment on our live today and we'll throw out a little invite here if you have a product if you have a service that you would like to get featured on insiders elite the live show we want to hear from you drop us uh, your name send mix and myself a direct dm we'd like to get some exposure for you for your brand out here live on the show absolutely anyone out there jump on we'd love to hear you'd love to help promote your product or service um, and i'm sure it'll share a ton of value with our audience which is the the key driver and measurement for us we want to share a ton of value with our audience um so i suppose with that said any further comments jamie we are good to go we just want to thank everyone today and we will see you next week see you next week